Welcome back to The Couple Shift. Hey, sweetie. Hello, everybody. Hi, darling. How are you, my love? Not too bad. Good. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Aww. 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 You look quite sexy. Oh, thank you. That beard uh, does it. Okay. It does the trick. It's a little Ladies. itchy. All right, we're going <laughs> to... Moving right along. Moving right along. Um, it's been a, it's been a nice start to the new year. Mm. Already, what is it, the third week in the year? I agree. Today is January twenty eighth, as we're recording this and and posting it. We're gonna post it today. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I think we mentioned, or maybe we didn't. We're gonna just do these, and they're gonna come out. They're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna come as they. Yeah, as but hey, we've already done three. Two. No, this is our third oh, of the year. Oh, you're counting this one already. Okay. Oh, I gotta finish well, talking. this is the third one. I mean, you know, half glass full, half glass empty. This is yeah, how we, we discuss this. This is how we t- together I, uh, combined. We I, uh, make a, a full glass of water. I don't think that's how that works. That's how it works. <laughs> a glass and a half. <laughs> I'm the full, you're the half. I still <laughs> We make 17 glasses of water together. Somehow, it's lemonade I, from all the lemons. It's <laughs> with tequila in it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, it's funny you mentioned that because I saw a video. Of course, I did because that's what I do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a video talking about that. Um, that it is a evolutionary, evolutionary, um. What's the word? I remember this video. Disadvantage. Disadvantage. To be optimistic. To be optimistic. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. No, he starts watching this video and then he's like, pauses it. Babe, come here. You should watch this. <laughs> starts playing. I'm like, oh, interesting. This is one of these science type um, channels that we both like. And I was like, oh, great. Optimism is a, is a evolutionary disadvantage. And the and reasons were like, compelling. I mean, I get it. There's all these studies done. The reasons, I, I get where they're going from, uh, where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, sometimes we can be optimistic about non-life-threatening situations. Right. Or also not take crazy risk on certain stuff right like I the example they gave was perfect it's i mean they think about rain and opti- but yeah but it's a perfectly simple example like an optimist like me i'm like whatever if it rains this is my thought pattern if it rains what's gonna happen i get wet okay great if i really need an umbrella i can buy one if i don't have one or i just i, I get wet i'm i'm not that's okay right but somebody who's more pessimistic and super over prepared which is different than pessimism i think but no, if, you're pessimistic, I think you're pessimistic you're pessimistic you're like oh well you, you need to take an umbrella because it's probably gonna rain it's like a 60 percent chance of rain and i'm like but there's a 40 percent chance that there's no rain i'm gonna go with that one right but I that's th- my thought pattern i get it but i think it's also a far cry from the people that are like you know, there's a hurricane coming and they're like, yeah, I'm going to buckle down. It's not going to be that bad. Well, exactly. That's, that's an optimist. That's, that's an, an extreme. Optimist. No, that's that's an idiot. Sometimes. That's I'm a delusional. No, 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 no. No, because when it comes to getting prepared it's for denial. something it's legitimate, it's I'm all about getting prepared for the hurricanes. Right. It's so like, you know, it's, a, it's embedded in our DNA. Puerto Rico, Miami. 
Yeah, we, we know are coming. really good at getting ready for those hurricanes. Yeah, but you know what? There's still people that are like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit through it. It's not going to be that bad. Yeah. There's also levels of how you get prepared. You know? Oh, yes. I put the shutters when it's like, what category hurricane? We know certain people in our families, both of our fathers, who are like ultra, you know, yeah. Boy Scout prepared. Yes. And we don't necessarily, like, you're somewhere in that spectrum, a little less so. Um, but more near. than me. I was And, no- you know. I was nowhere it near. It works out. No, you're not nowhere near. My father's concerns nowhere about near. storms at times. Yeah. And I would think, because they're like, oh, they're older. Do they have more experience? I'm like, mm, no, because I don't know that. Does age make you more fearful or does age... Could age make you realize, you know what, the 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 chances of something really bad happening after you've lived a bunch of years, you're like, it's actually, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know what I think? I like, think if anything, what age does is make, and this is going to be pessimistic, but it's kind of the truth. A lot of the times I feel like age makes you just more stubborn and stuck to your ways. And it's a lot harder yes. for some people. I hope age makes me more free and not oh. care as much about what people think or all that stuff. I mean, that could be a possibility, but it yeah. also could be the possibility of you're like, well, I, I'm this old, so I already know what I'm doing. Yeah. No one's going to teach me something new. Yeah. That I feel like we see it all the time all around our lives. It's like As you get older, people tend to be like, I've already experienced this. I know we deal with this. Right. Um, and there's no like, oh, wow, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Thank you for giving me a new perspective. Open your mind. Open your I mind. have a funny story about this with Skylar that just happened this afternoon. We went, I went walking with him to uh-huh. Starbucks. And as we're walking back, he said something about being a grown up. And I was like, you know what? Oh, he said something about he wanted to send me to school like all day. Oh, and I was like, you know what? Perfect. You know what? I would go to school. How about I go to school and you are the parent? He said, great. So I can put you in a timeout. And I was like, yeah. And you are going to do all the things that a parent does. And I listed off all these things, right? And he's like, so oh, sad. oh, okay. We keep walking. And when we had been sitting at the Starbucks, he happened to see a picture of his cousin in Puerto Rico. Yeah. And then he asked me to see more pictures of when we were in Puerto Rico. So I whip out you know all my millions of pictures and i went i started off in january right when we first got there and we got to the pictures of your kidney stones in the toilet january 6th remember the three kings that came out yeah so jules had hold on i love how you call the january 6th (laughs) the three kings that came out they were they were three kings the three kidney stones (laughs) It was like sand, but yes. Yeah, but there were three big ones. It was a bunch of little bits there of sand, large, but I just, just large ones, I just remember then, three considerably large kidney stones that came out of your the tip of your pee pee. Oh, great! So that graphic. So he had seen this at Starbucks. We're walking. He sees some like rocks on the side, and he goes, "Look, mom! Look, mom! Mommy, the rocks that are in Bobby's body." And I was like. What are you talking about? Yeah, the rocks you showed me in the toilet in Poppy's body. Oh and I was my like, God. oh, I said, well, those are called kidney stones. And in your body, they're really small. But I looked at him and I was like, they come out of your pee-pee. And he's like, what? I was like, can you imagine a little tiny stone coming out of the little hole in your pee-pee? And he was like, oh. 
And then he looks at me and goes, mommy, you tell me these things that happen when, when I'm going to be a grown up, and it scares me because I'm going to be a grown up soon and I don't want these things to happen. And he goes, you know what? I'm not going to get any kidney stones because I'm going to eat healthy. And I think he realized in his head what that meant. Uh-huh. And then he shut up. And then he was like, and he made this face, like he scrunched up his little face, like, oh my God, like with the implications of it. It's probably sent his little six-year-old brain in a whirl. And I was like, we'll you know just, what? We'll, we'll just tell him, keep drinking water, no soda. You have you have many, many, many years to yeah. to be a kid. You don't yeah. need to worry about any of these adult things. So, but yeah. 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 That's a fun conversation to have. Super fun. Let's talk yes. about Bobby's kidney stones. Yeah. So anyways. Anyways. <laughs> kind of diverted. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like it, as we get older, it though it it's one of the harder things to do to be able to be like, uh, yeah, no, you know what? I always thought of this way, but mm-hmm. maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I, what do you, I find what do you it crazy. Think? It's like maybe like they, maybe people that are too against that, maybe they feel like I've invested so much time in this way in this thought pattern. Right. If I Maybe, go against it, like, it nullifies am I, everything. Am I going to be like embarrassed to am turn back be, on what I said? That could I, be a, a factor. Am I a uh, Yeah. Am I weak? Am I whatever? And it's like, it, it's, um, it's like a little bit of ego getting in the way there oh, too. Ego gets in the way of everything. Ego gets in the way of everything. I want to ask what you think is for as we get older. Yeah. What is the motivation for changing or motivation for shifting your perspective? Sort of, generally speaking, everybody's life is vastly different. But generally speaking, generally what do you speaking, think are the motivations for someone that's, you know, so broaden, of an older age? <laughs> broaden, broaden your horizons and and uh, experiencing new things is always mm-hmm. a healthy thing for your mind. You want to take it, want to take it there. Yeah. Um, anytime we do something new or different in a different way. It's beneficial for your brain and like brain exercise health. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're stubborn and only stick to one way, it's like you kind of force yourself into a path that's yeah. I think not some healthy people, for you in the long run. And it, it's also obviously like generationally speaking, there are some patterns, right? Um, generation of our parents have a yeah. pattern. Our grandparents, we have a different one. Skyler will have a different one. So that's like what you see and what you're like immersed in. Um, But I think for a lot of older people, how do I want to say this? It might also be a, the stifling of things that you maybe wanted to do. Passion things, desire things, the things along the lines of like, oh, that's not quote unquote what a regular life looks like. I think a lot of that may be stifled for a variety of reasons. And then it almost is like, no, but that's just what you do. You sacrifice, right. you stifle, and... It's not for you anymore. It's to move on. It's, it's like, right. It's like you kind of... But you stuff it down so far into yourself. Like, whatever you th- were passionate about once. And it doesn't mean you have to change your whole life. But let's say you loved singing when you were... Or dancing when you were younger. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and you're, you know, older now. And you have your kids and your life and all that stuff. It doesn't keep you from taking a singing class, a dance class, any little way that you can like 
express that inner desire it yeah, can have it doesn't mean you have to like oh i'm gonna quit everything and now i'm gonna become exactly, a singer you exactly. can totally sign up for a singing class where it's just you and a singing coach and it doesn't matter what you sound like you're just doing it because it makes your heart feel good and it's probably gonna ripple into your out into your life in so many ways exactly it but might you stifle it in new. like no no like what is it? and you ha- and the ego comes back in and maybe if you put your ego aside and you were like you know what I am going to do that. I am going to invest that little bit of money, whatever it is, and sure. f- just feed that part that's illogical. It's There's no practicality about it. It's just literally for my spirit. Yeah. Like set your spirit free type of thing. Yeah. I mean. I think if more people did that, we would be happier in general. Sure. Less stressed because people would be more in touch with. It's not about who they are and not who they think they're supposed to be all the time. It's not about negating your responsibilities or exactly or changing your life and doing a complete 180. It's about trying new things and not being afraid to make a mistake. Yeah. To experiencing something new. Yeah. I read a great quote the other day that said, be brave enough to try something that you might fail at or something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing. But it was like, be brave enough to try something that that you're you're not going to be good at right away. You know, I mean, yeah, but I also feel like I think a simpler, a simpler way to say it is that you're going to fail. Be be OK with with mm-hmm. a failure because that's where you grow. That's where you learn. Mm-hmm. Nobody's an expert before um, when they do something for the first time. Mm-hmm. So, but to change gears a little bit, um, going back to, you know, this is our third episode that we've recorded in the new year. Um, I've been feeling, I, w- I was going through a period of, well, a, yeah, a pretty shitty period yeah. in my mind, uh, just because how things have continue to progress and i talked about this before um probably in the previous episode a little bit but i wanted to get into it a little bit because i've realized why that i've gone down that way mm-hmm. in some ways and i think it's it comes down to you know not being driven mm. to do something for myself and it doesn't, and it goes kind of goes hand in hand with what you said about the singing, mm-hmm. like someone, like like the story you stated. And getting back and recording again has been wonderful. But one of the other things that's been great is that, um, if you guys remember, about a year and a half ago, I was, was it a year ago? Yeah, it was over a year. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah, you did I, your uh, thing in August twenty twenty one is when it happened. I did my so. thing. The thing I did was I did five <laughs> minutes of stand up. Um and I, and I opened How my How did night. I know what you were talking about? Oh hmm. well anyways, I started I started up again working with our good friend Milton. Um which you can check his uh mm-hmm. Instagram. I'll put his Instagram in the description. I think it's the Milton show. Yes perfect he's wonderful he's a wonderful guy. wonderful man wonderful comedian we just actually went to go see uh mark norman a comedian 
We love um, you, Milton. In Miami. Uh, we had a great time. Um, it was nice to go out. First time going out with just just the guys. Yes. Um, which was which was uh which was nice. You know, like not all the guys could have made it, but But your brother drove the conversion van, so it's the first drove, time somebody else somebody else takes me somewhere. Took you. Um How many men does it take George. to buckle you in and out of the van? Apparently two. Apparently two. How <laughs> many how many wives does it take? <laughs> well that's one not with her fair. eyes closed. Babe, from the first moment I buckled you into that chair, I've been a boss. You've been pretty. You know com- what? Yeah. I'm patting myself on the back. You've been pretty comfortable because I'm a babe. boss woman. You put it when on it comes and you to got your. It. <laughs> I'll give it. To- no, you. You for sure have that. I'm gonna give it to myself. It's like as uh, as Ma. She knows exactly what I want and how I like. it. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Tell Christ. me more. About- <laughs> Keeping it sexy, keeping it embarrassing. Episode. That's our new uh, our new phrase for the podcast. But Thank anyways, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was just that experience of going out, me meeting with Milton. We meet every every week, once a week, and we we get to sit down and talk and figure out ideas, and then also just shoot the shit and and laugh and just mm-hmm. nice conversation. It's just I. Uh, I miss those things. I feel like, yeah. But and I'm not even talking about like since COVID. I think we've lost that ability just to be like to hang out with people, even though now we really could, and it shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but people have have gone down have grown and and they have their families. Yeah, and, a lot has. But I feel like it's changed. just. A lot of stuff has changed. I feel like it's just bullshit excuses. Yeah, and also I hear that. And I I also have, you know, the same record can run through my mind. And as I'm hearing you say it, all I think is, well, it's up to us to make it different. It's really up to us to decide. And because you and I have the amazingly um, brutal gift of knowing how precious time is, but it is a gift. And it's like, well... We could say, oh, well, woe is me. I wish it would be this way or that way. No, I Or we know. could just be like, okay, but then. I'm, I'm saying it in a general thing. I think it, not even necessarily just about us, but. Yeah, no, when you, when you social, kept. Uh, yeah, no, when you kept expanding on it, I, yeah. I saw where you were going. And it's true. Things have changed, you know, in general, I think, for people. And for everybody. I, I mean, like, we're a social species mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. And when we isolate ourselves with just, you know, yeah. in these echo chambers of mm-hmm. life, um, yep. you know, it's a dis, it's, it's, it's very unhealthy. Yeah. Um, and I think it's very important to, to, to socialize. Yeah. To there's such, vib- there's such vibrancy and energy when you give yourself the chance to be in a place with so many things. Good things come from it. Mm-hmm. New ideas, new perspectives, new mm-hmm. experiences. Um, and in our case, specifically for me, it gives me a drive. It 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 distract this. It distracts me from the shit mm-hmm. because I've been I've been spending 
I spend most of my time where we are right now, in bed, looking at a TV. Which is a beautiful TV. I love my TV. but And I love watching YouTube Premium on it <laughs> and all the other streaming <laughs> services. Um, it's wonderful in that sense. Um, but yeah. at the same time, I also find myself like, well, I have the these these things, these distraction machines. Mm-hmm. Why am I still feeling shitty? Or why do I feel like uh, ants in my pants at times? Like yeah. I need to get out. I need to do something. And it's because we're not meant to be stuck, you know, st- mm-hmm. stuck in a place for for so long, isolated. Yeah. So I mean, I I I always feel, uh, you know, it, it's difficult, but I always feel better when we get out in the sun. We go explore, mm-hmm. we go look around, we go walk around the neighborhood. Um, I enjoy those moments. I enjoy that kind of stuff. Um, and I even see it with our son. I even see it with Skylar. Like if he's on his iPad for a, an extended period of time or watching TV for an extended period of time or mm-hmm. playing with the Switch, you see what he turn, what he can turn into. And it's like upset and cranky and edgy. And it's like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. And then he's a different person when he gets out and runs and has a sun. Getting actual sunlight hitting you in the face, mm-hmm. not through a window, actually getting out there is so important it's so important it sets the clocks in your body it it it, you know especially in the morning is what i mean it just is such a vital um supplement of life i feel Mm -hmm. that we that we forget Mm -hmm. that we forget we forget that we have right there available yeah so um You know, I want to continue to try to 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 find those goals, to find those things that drive me. Mm-hmm. Having said that, yeah, there are days that I'm just so yeah done. You know, I uh, yesterday when we got home, we had an incident mm-hmm. in the bathroom. I. Uh, I guess I tripped a little bit and, you know, I started to fall. My wife, uh, you did your best to to hold me up as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I'm also, it's a, it's a tough ask, especially at, at a certain point as I'm falling over and I fell over and hit my head um, in the bathroom. Luckily, it wasn't too bad, a little bruised a little bit, but, you know, what ends up hurting more is your emotions after, because you're like, here we go again, or you're like, is this the point where it's like, well, you're not gonna, you you shouldn't be getting up anymore, kind of the, those thoughts run in your head, um, 
And I, I'm at this point, I'm not getting up myself. I'm not walking by myself. I have to be held by either you or it takes two people to hold me. <laughs> I think it's just because you know exactly where to hold me and comfort wise. I'm a boss woman too. And that too. I'm a tough mother. That's probably number one is because you're a boss lady. Boss lady. Tough mother. Tough mother. Yeah, no, and I, and you, you and I have a have a, a rhythm that we know. We have a rhythm, and I'm, you know. That's why we're dance partners. Yeah, totally. And I, we trust each other a lot. And we and trust so there's, each other. There's, yeah, there's yeah. that. So it's. But yeah, it's either me or it's two, or if I'm not here, there's always two people. <laughs> and I come in and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah it's yeah it it sucked it sucked last night that i felt that that i had to go that we had to go through that that i put you through that and but uh i feel like especially like right now i i i feel okay Mm -hmm. my mindset yeah because that always knocks you out I don't think it put me down as bad as I thought it might have. Yeah, I. I had a rough I mean, night of sleep, but it's it is what it is. Yeah, that wasn't necessarily because of the. I. It's not the first time it's happened. I think no. it's like anything you bust through the fear of the first couple times, and then it's like, obviously we don't want it to happen, but when it happens, I feel a lot more. I've always felt pretty composed every time you have fallen. I'm 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 pretty good in like an emergency space like okay, keep it calm, keep it chill. Um and as it's happened, I was telling you yesterday that it's like a slow motion thing in my brain like yeah. as I as you're starting to fall and I'm like first I'm like all right, let me um mitigate his fall as much as possible so like strengthen my hold, you know, as I can. You're a 6 foot 1 tall you know drink of water so there's a whole lot of manda and then my my brain immediately my eyes go to like okay what are the possible points of impact especially your head I'm like always like okay try to get and you banged the side of your head but at least you didn't I caught you from banging your head on the floor it was like on the on shower door but you didn't yeah. on the floor which was the big like concern um yeah, because I did that in Puerto Rico. Where we've had other falls where we've d- b- dealt with blood. Open, yeah. Like how many times have we dealt with like twice, three? New York. Oh, New York. New York. Yeah, New York. I had a little. And bit of a, then two in in PR. Two in PR. Um, but New York's blood wasn't too bad. It was no, small. but there was blood. <laughs> there um, will be blood. You know there. Were, and, but I, I, we've gotten more used to it, which is weird to say, but it's just what it what it is. And so, but the thing is, we've gotten used to a lot of things that people will be like, "What?" Right, yeah, right. So it's, and it's you know we can deal with it a lot more calmly. And my then my priority then was to either try to sit you up, which I I was able to do earlier because you had a little more strength in your body to yeah. hold yourself up. I could totally hold you up, but it's it's too much. You know, it's, too much. it's a lot of it's a lot of weight for me to do it in a way where we're both going to be like confident. So my next priority is, okay, who can assist me in getting, getting you up. And thankfully your sister heard the, 
heard the bang on the shower door, yeah. the thud on the on the, on the glass, and came over. I was about to go get her, and it was like super fast that she came over and asked if we needed help, and and then uh, her husband, you know, I said no, go get go get him, and we got you up. And afterwards, I got you all settled in bed and everything, and watching TV, and you were like, all right, getting back into sort of the regular rhythm of the night. This is the rhythm of the oh, night. God. Oh. oh no! Uh-huh. Wow. I went into the bathroom. Yeah. I think it was after I brushed your teeth and I was rinsing the stuff off in the sink. And I looked at my left hand and my left hand was like shaking. Like I yeah. was fine exterior, but my left hand was like literally like shaking. Yeah. It's because jarring. it's yeah. jarring and it's just like it takes, you know, cycling that through your body, through your like um, parasympathetic nervous system takes, takes, takes a while. Um. But we're good. We're okay. We made it. Yep. And um, we're always incredibly cautious and careful. And we keep adapting. Um, you know. So. Yeah, but it always is. Like you said, it's a very jarring thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, yeah. it kind of knocks you back literally and yeah. figuratively. But you were um, yeah. But, but you I, were saying that today you feel like mindset wise you're in a different mindset space. Mindset wise, I feel like I'm in a different space. Yeah. I feel like I'm more prepared to handle it because, you know, I don't know if it's because I'm distracted with other things or because, um, of my previous experiences falling. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's a combination of things. I think it you know. Yeah. Um. I'm also in a better place. I'm just in a better place. Yeah. I wanted so. to speak a little bit into the the drive thing that you were saying about, I think in general, we're very driven by purpose. Yeah. I find for myself, um, I had been in a, in a state for most of this past year where it was just, uh, where is the dog? Is she inside or outside? Oh, I think she's having a nightmare. I hear her. That's what I was thinking. I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you because it's like we hear this weird. She's napping whoosh. and she's having a nightmare or she's running after something. So hopefully it's a good dream. Um, so I was in a state where I wasn't really, I didn't feel like you know, creating new things was hard. It, yeah. Point is, I'm, I'm also feeling into the start of this year a whole different kind of energy around finding purposeful things you know and it's it's interesting because it's like what could be more purposeful than what we're doing what we're doing you know what could be more purposeful than that but my mind always goes to like oh but I like there's something else to feed other parts of me um and now that I've gotten more involved with things like you know advocacy for a couple of ALS organizations like that gives me a a sense of like okay what do I it's like I keep asking myself and I think we talked about this in the last podcast like what do I do with this I don't have to do anything you know you don't have to I get that but there's but I'm driven that way I'm driven to find the purpose in the pain to find that be- I've heard this there's there's this beautiful song that's all about like beauty in the ashes and it's like what is the beauty in the ashes what is the purpose in this pain there has to be something that 
my soul can feel a sense of like, okay, because if not, it just could become, I mean, it's so devastating, but doing those things and getting, you know, and learning the balance of, okay, well, not throwing myself into a whole lot, but knowing what I can handle, it feels good. But that gives me a sense of purpose. It, that definitely drives me. And I, you know, my hope is that I can continue that thread of um, motivation and drive to keep showing up in those spaces. And sometimes I know that I'll have to like back off and just tend to myself because it's a lot. Um, but while I have the drive and the energy and that like, oh, okay, I have a little pocket of space here that feels like something, there's something good here that could happen to take advantage of those moments. And, uh, and, it, it, and one thing drives you into another thing. Like, like you said, whether it's going out, you doing the comedy with Milton, you know, if we go out and do things as a family, all of those little things inspire other things and other thoughts. And yeah. it like keep, that's the momentum thing. It's like, it takes, it might take a while to get the ball like going initially, but once it's rolling, it's like, oh, okay. Like yeah. you keep it going with one little thing after the, after the next. Yeah. I'm curious. Cause you mentioned the, the comedy coaching thing. So I had mentioned it to you a couple of times that I was like, Hey, why don't you do this with Milton again? And at first you were like, Mm, kind of hesitant yeah what was your what was your thought process or your feeling at that time at the beginning when you were like nah I don't think so you know what it's probably the same thing I think about but I feel like I just have to be like I have to convince myself of mm -hmm. who cares just do this just start with this so it was more about it, like I'm oh not, what it's not it come it's it's uh just set it up. Nobody's telling you that you got to go jump, jump off a, a roof and whatever, mm -hmm. like to do, like, we're just, you're yeah. just taking one step forward. That's all yeah. you're doing. So I, because of what I thought was at the moment, you're like, oh, you're going to make me go do another five minutes again. Mm -hmm. That's difficult. That was hard. And that was when I wasn't even using a wheelchair. I was mm -hmm. just getting aid to go stand uh, sit at a stool mm -hmm. you know and my voice was still my voice um and then i remembered that about a month or so after the first time i did it i did it twice but the month there was another opportunity to do it several uh, probably two more opportunities to do it and i said ah i got gunk shy and i didn't want to do it um and I regret that now because mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I had the opportunity to do it. I could do it. But then the other logic I have is that the other thing I look at is like, well, you never know what's going to happen the next. And you don't, you, we don't know the future. And you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day or the next 30 minutes from now. You got a good idea, but you really don't know. Um, but what you do know, if you just sit around, nothing, nothing's ever going to happen, you know? So I took it as, 
all right we'll meet on mondays mm-hmm. let's just meet on mondays well let's let's talk let's figure that out not thinking i mean yes it's th- that that concept of doing five minutes is there um doing a new five minute set is there of course but i'm not thinking about that moment right now i'm just thinking about organizing my thoughts thinking about organizing the jokes thinking about how they connect or whatever um and then in the end then i can start worrying about oh shit i gotta perform this crap again (laughs) yeah and um the problem was i was worrying about the end game when i should just be thinking about my Mm. first step towards that and you're so genuinely talented and i think you really enjoy the process you of putting it together no because if you were a shitty comic a shitty like i would be like "Mm, oh papito let's find something else to do there's a lot of things but you're genuinely good at it and you're always coming up with ideas and so it was like i mean you're yes and i think it's super brave that you're doing it and just the process of it i think lights you up it's it's wonderful to see that's what i'm saying i'm like i keep worrying i keep thinking about like the reason why i didn't Mm want to do is i kept thinking about the the nerve-wracking feeling of getting up and talking for five minutes yeah about whatever um when i'm like that's not what it's almost like that's not even that's not the healing process Mm. oh that's not the driving force. The driving force is meeting weekly. Mm. And also the fun part in the healing process or the disconnect process is being able to enjoy an hour or two or three with a with a good friend. Mm. That's it. Can I just tell you how you saying healing process twice does something to me? I'm just going to put it out there because these are these are the facts. Okay. Healing process. You've teased it enough. Next episode, we'll talk about your intimacy. <laughs> your intimacy. Um, I mean our intimacy. Babe, you're speaking my language. Sorry. With words like your healing process. Oh. <laughs> Listen. Um, I love that you said that because. I can absolutely relate to the having an idea of something and then being so afraid of, and I think a lot of people can, the final execution of it, failing, that you forget the actual healing process, the actual for the where you form yourself, where you get the, the most juice up. is that the buildup. It's the it's, it's the, the, the gardening it. of it's it. The, yeah. the end process, the it's, end result, let's say can be wonderful the, or it could suck but it'll never take away it's like that whole thing we've been saying this it's like oh the journey the journey yeah oh, yeah may, there is there's some truth in that the journey mm-hmm. is the, the real and how many error. how many people we've both been there and we've seen and like you know big names whether it's comics actors people that do like these grand things and you have the moment right when you like do the thing there it is. You have your performance. You're, you made it to whatever. Fill in the blank. And then what do you do? You go back home that day or to your hotel and you're like, room. I remember this. And, and you're don't. like, okay, so that happened. When, I mean, wow, amazing. And 
there's always going to be something else. But whatever the process was that got you there and how you had to show up for yourself and commit through the hard times and... Exactly. You remember those moments more than the That's actual what event. shapes you. That's what makes you grow yeah. and what will show you new things about yourself. Um, Absolutely. It's... Uh, yeah. So the motivation to start something and to be open to the process of what that looks like. Yeah. And just take it day by just take yeah. it moment by moment. And we are so the problem is a shitty thing too about culturally speaking is we're so wired to pay attention and really like find the quote unquote worth on the things that are done like oh really well. Like if something sucks, let's say somebody gets up there and does something really brave and you're like, "Oh, but you suck." I'm sorry. I'm the one up here doing the brave thing. What are you sitting there heckling me? You know, we don't appreciate the fact that nobody knew, but that person did that thing. That person had the, the balls or the ovaries it's true. It's to true. say, I'm going to get we, out of my own way. We judge. We judge it. We don't value it. We, we're like, oh, so then of course, when it's our turn to do something that feels very stretchy and scary like that, we're like, oh. What are people going to say about me trying to do this thing? It's the same thing about what I'm saying. If you've always loved singing and you've always wanted to record an album, you can totally do that, by the way. Nobody has to even hear it. But you could do that. You could, you could say, I this goal that I had, you could write your book. You could record an album. You could have a gallery opening with your like Crayola art. I don't care. These are all things that are so possible. Crayola art. You know, I'm just... But do you know what I mean? We're like, oh, no, it has to be so big. You know what? No, it has to be for you because you have that itch that you want to scratch. That's the thing I was going to And because you deserve to have that come out of you. Even if it's a piece of crap. Even if if it turns to be a, you know, you bomb or it's just a piece of junk. Nobody's going home and being like, the the re- the rest of their lives they'll remember this moment of this person bombing. Yeah, it's out of sight, out of mind. Once they move on yeah. to the next thing, and if they say so something the shitty, end, screw them. It, it doesn't matter. It's fine. It's you know, even if it was or wasn't. Point is, that's not what gets you. What gets you is that journey. What gets you is mm. is is the process of developing that and making that. It's probably where you're gonna find your most your drive, your strength and everything. Yes. So you're healing. I love this. Yeah. I love us. I, I love, love you. I love pizza. Ooh, I love pizza too. What a coincidence. We're about to have some Chicago deep dish pizza. Thanks, Jess. Courtesy of Jess. Thanks, Jess. Um, thank you all for listening. Shout out to the Pour the Love group. Hi, everybody. Yeah. I always give you a shout out. Thank you to everybody who has contributed to our GoFundMe page. Thank you to Julio for writing the most incredible article. I'm going to link it down below. It's in Spanish, worth a read. You can also translate it automatically in Google or Safari or whatever. The the picture on the article. The picture is not Jules. He wants wants to be very clear, but the article is well worth a read. Thank you, Julio, for that. 
I want to thank all of my incredible yes, friends, Jules' friends, our family, everybody who's with us day to day. It just means the world to us. And we are so, so, so humbled and grateful. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing, subscribing, liking, smashing that like button, as Skylar would say. All right. <laughs> thank Anything you else you want to wrap up with, my love? Uh, we'll see you soon. Yes. Yes, we will. All right. I love you, baby. Love you. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.